This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 867, Seven Ways That Self-Confidence Will Make You Better, Stronger, Faster, by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I simply narrate blogs for you, sometimes books, but in any case, always with permission. So today's author is Colin Wright, a popular minimalist, and he's announcing tour dates very soon. This just happened. You might be interested in that, but for now... Let's hear his post as we optimize your life. Seven Ways That Self-Confidence Will Make You Better, Stronger, Faster by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. It seems like confidence is in short supply these days. Here are seven reasons why you should increase your self-confidence level in case being in the minority isn't reason enough. Number one, become a good winner or loser. One of the marked traits of someone with high self-confidence is the lack of that driving need to prove yourself constantly. Think of someone you know who is a sore loser or winner and how they whine and complain or brag and strut about their victory or defeat. A confident person does not need to compensate in this way because they know they are good at what they do and that a game or a competition doesn't make them any less of a person. This goes a long way to making someone more socially palatable and less likely to come across as a jerk. Number two, lose the toolkit. Speaking of compensation, there are many items that are considered trappings of someone with low self-confidence, something I've heard lovingly described as a toolkit because it's what someone who is a tool carries around with them. What's included in the kit varies depending on who you talk to, but generally it's comprised of, number one, things that are big and very visually noisy, Number two, things that are very loud, sound-wise. Number three, things that are very flashy and expensive, but tasteless. And number four, things that unnecessarily offend others. Items that fit into these categories include super huge trucks and SUVs, unless you really are using it to haul things or off-roading, in which case I guess a sedan wouldn't be the most practical choice, and your ridiculously huge vehicle would make more sense. Stereos turn up so loud that they make other cars vibrate, Vehicles that are tricked out in a way that annoys others. If it's your hobby to augment your car, that's great, but the rest of us don't need to hear you coming from a mile away. Ridiculously over-the-top jewelry or decorations, a gold clock necklace for real, and t-shirts that are sexist, racist, or otherwise generally offensive. Each of these items scream, look at me, look at me, look at me, and do nothing to make you look cool, only desperate. Ditch them. Number three, be more attractive, physically. I've noticed something personally about self-confidence that others I've asked have confirmed. As you begin to feel more confident, 
other people find you more attractive. And trust me, I know that correlation is not causation, but something about feeling good about yourself makes you more appealing to others. It may be how you carry yourself, head held higher, more eye contact, better posture. It could be that you subconsciously begin to treat yourself better so you actually start to get into better shape or have better hygiene. And it may just be that you have more of a glow when you're in a good mental state. Body language and facial micro-expressions could be a big part of the reason. Whatever the why of it might be, increasing your self-confidence level is definitely a recommended component of improving your personal aesthetics. Number four, be more attractive mentally. It shouldn't come as a surprise that confident people generally have more and better friends than those who are stuck in a cesspool of self-loathing and doubt. Individuals with high self-confidence levels have less emotional baggage, generally make more money, and have a larger capacity for helping others. This adds up to a lot less time stressing about small or even large issues, a faster turnaround on solutions to problems, and a healthier self-image that most other people will find incredibly endearing. Think of someone that has a very magnetic personality, someone that you really enjoy being around and have a lot of respect for. Chances are they have great self-confidence. Number five, learn more, faster. One of the greatest perks of being confident is knowing that you can accomplish anything. This doesn't mean that you think you are the best of the best, and it especially doesn't imply that you feel you are better than anyone else, which is a trait of arrogance, not confidence, which I'll discuss more later. What it means is that you have taken stock of what you know and realized that if you learned all that, you can learn anything else that's thrown your way as well. Not everyone has the predisposition to be a neurosurgeon, but with enough time and effort, a confident person knows they could achieve that rank eventually. This knowledge helps remove one of the major barriers that people erect in their mind that keeps them from learning and learning quickly, the fear that they aren't smart or capable enough to retain the information they are studying. And why try to learn if you don't think it will stick? Break down this wall by becoming more confident. Number six, get more done. The impact even a small increase in confidence can have on your ability to get things done cannot be overstated. As with learning, one of the biggest hurdles standing in the way of people who want to achieve something is the fear that they will not be capable of achieving it. Fortunately, with more confidence comes a greater determination and knowledge that even if you fail, you will have learned something that will help you achieve your goals next time around. So why worry? Number seven, be a missionary. Since college, when I really came into my own and built up a lot of the confidence that I have now, I've probably had a total of 15 people tell me to my face that I'd inspired them to take the reins of their lives and accomplish something they were afraid to try. I don't think any of them used those words, but that was the gist of it. I hadn't said anything to them about the subject. I hadn't done anything special to try and catch their attention or point them in the right direction. No advice was given. All I had done was live my life, work towards what I wanted to achieve, and inspired by example. This is something that will happen more and to a person who is increasing their confidence level because seeing someone constantly moving forward and doing what they want to do, the consequences, is really motivating. I personally take a great deal of inspiration from many of the speakers at the TED conferences. Each and every one of them have achieved something extraordinary where others have failed, simply because they've built up the personal resolve to keep moving forward even in the face of certain failure. Find someone who can inspire you in that way and then do your best to be an inspiration to others. A quick note on the difference between confidence and arrogance. In the United States especially, 
Confidence has become a bad word, synonymous with arrogance and cockiness. It should be noted, however, that there are some very important distinctions between these words. Confidence refers to having faith in yourself, knowing that you can accomplish something and pull through and generally having a positive self-image. Arrogance, on the other hand, means that you have an overinflated self-image, believing yourself to be grander than you actually are and most definitely better than those around you. This exaggeration of one's self-worth at the expense of those around you is arrogance, which is bad. Having a positive self-image that helps you achieve without negatively impacting those around you and usually positively affecting them is confidence, which is good. The distinction has been made, so go out and be a positive force for yourself and others. You just listened to the post titled Seven Ways That Self-Confidence Will Make You Better, Stronger, Faster by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. And he did write an update to that post, but I'll leave that as a bonus for you if you go visit him online and check out the original article. You can see the update at the bottom. You'll also be able to find his tour dates. Those will be coming soon. I always have the link in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. All right, have a happy rest of your Thursday or almost a Friday. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from Leon Logothetis. Two posts, actually. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.